Good evening. You're tuned into Friendship, the Power of Positive Living with Dr. James Huey, a specialist in human affairs, and his special guests, all of whom will aim to help you take charge of the opportunities in your life. Let's go right into the studio right now and join Dr. Huey for the Power of Positive Living. Welcome to Friendship and to the Grand March Through Life. This is your host, James Huey, Facilitator Friendship House, a personal retreat center here in Galveston. It's good to be back after three weeks of out cruising the Pacific Ocean and enjoying the joy and enrichment of the sea breezes and the warmth of the Hawaiian Islands. It's quite a change from this night here in Galveston. I do appreciate being able to take friendship to see and to be able to spend some time meeting some new people, having some new experiences, and of course getting a chance to warm up a little bit. However, it is good to be back in Galveston and to be back with you folks again tonight. Tonight we're going to have as our program theme something very similar to what I've been experiencing these last three weeks. I was wanting to do a show about travel as a form of personal growth, and so I've asked Nancy Jamison, a sales representative with Royal Cruise Line, to come and visit with me this evening so that you and she and I can just kind of talk about something that's very exciting to me. And Welcome to KGBC. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate the invitation. When I was in private practice, I found that one of the most helpful things for me was getting away exposing myself to some different viewpoints, different attitudes, different lifestyles. Well, you know, cruising to me, first of all, it's a true vacation. Many men, it's hard to get them on the ship, but once we get them on, we can't get them off. But it takes them a couple days to unwind, and then they really open up to what's going on around them. And the fact that when you go into a port, you don't have to worry about running from airport to airport to hotel. It truly makes a different kind of vacation. You are more relaxed. You are more receptive when you go into all these different areas to accept the different cultures and And a lot of times, if you do it by air, you come in, you're so upset from all the rushing around that you're so busy doing what you have to do that you don't really relax and enjoy the things that are around you as much. And I find that cruising, especially after a couple days at sea, when you do get into a port, especially foreign ports, and then when you get in, you're relaxed, you have the full day to spend uh, at enjoying the people and the culture, the food, sites and really see what's there rather than being rushed through. And I'm always fascinated. Not only are there people who, what I call the uh, relaxing group, the ones who just go to unwind those days at sea with the warm sunshine and the soft breezes, but how many people actually study, read books, people who wanted to know the history and the background of the people, the migration, people who were there to really to stimulate their mind as well as enjoy the natural beauty. We get a lot of this also because we cruise in the Greek islands and around Italy. We go from Nice to Venice and we get the same thing. A lot of people will be studying well before they go on the cruise. And, you know, your subject tonight about learning about different cultures. Every area that you go into, even if it's in, just say, the the Hawaiian islands, you could go into two islands and some of the customs are just different on some of the different islands. It's very fascinating and it makes 
you either appreciate what you have at home or makes you understand where things came from that you do. There's a lot of different things that you learn while you travel, and it really makes you accept some of the reasons that they do things that they do. You know, if you stay in the U.S. and you always think about how we do and we judge everybody by how we do it, you can't understand what their reasoning is. But you travel to some of these cultures where they have different religions and different idea of what life is supposed to be. You start to understand how they relate to some of the political issues in the world. So that ties in with what I've done with my own fair bit of moving around. I guess my father being in the Navy, we just moved up and down from port to port. And I've lived in different places, but I've always found that no matter where I live, if I'm not careful, take on the characteristics of believing that the world is just like everybody else in my environment sees it. In other words, if I live here in Galveston and I don't leave the island, I can somehow get the assumption that the rest of the world is just like Galveston. And that, I think, is a handicap. It's great to be able to go to some place like New York or to go to a farm community in Iowa or a small town in Oregon or a village in Hawaii or something in Italy, Greece. These give me a chance to say the world is seen differently. People value different things. They have different opinions, things that are totally different. One of the things that I really like, and I find that a lot of your passengers do tend to value also, is the Greek way of relating. In other words, you have an all-Greek crew, and it seems to be very popular with the passengers. That's probably one of the biggest assets we have. They say the Greeks invented hospitality or started hospitality. They're the the true, that know how to pass this on. I don't know quite how to say that, but... They show that when you come on board. They're so different than some of the other cruise lines. Again, many of our repeat passengers, when they come on board, it's like they're coming home. Uh, They may not always remember the name, but they'll remember the faces. They go up and they hug them, and it's like family coming on. And this is just the Greek way. It's a very warm and hospitable country, and they carry that right on the ship. And we figure this is one of our biggest assets. They can't do enough for you. They just trip over themselves trying to do more for you. I mean, if you say anything that you're not happy, they just do five things to make it better for you. See, and I think this is one of the things that is our theme, that every place has assets. I mean, every place that one can go. And some places have what some people would consider maybe some liabilities. But one of the things is that we all have something to learn, an opportunity to meet people who see things differently, who respond and feel and... I think it's so exciting to be able to leave one's home base and to go and see the way. Like, for example, on Greek night, when you get to see different Greek dances, being exposed to lectures, one of the things that, of course, I do and I'm very partial to is a program called New Beginnings, where people get a chance to expose themselves to new input, to new knowledge in physical areas like physical training, personal training areas or nutrition or in the areas of emotional personal growth. I just find it very exciting because not only are people exposed to it, but they have the time to attend. Again, I hate to keep saying the word relaxed, but they are relaxed and they're more receptive to these ideas also. Uh, The fact that they're not rushing around trying to do things. They're able to sit down, as you say, they are able to attend, but they are able to relax and attend, which opens their mind to all of these ideas. We cruise all over the world, as I said before, and not only in Greece, but we go into Italy, we do Scandinavia, go into Russia, which is very popular. It's just 
just interesting sometimes just to watch the passengers and how they react to the different ports. You can go into two ports in the same country and a total different feel. It's like you're saying, you know, between, you could probably go to different cities right in Texas. Well, look at Dallas and Houston. Completely different. Yeah. And or even early. two ports like New Orleans and Galveston. Right. Very different. Very different. And I always like watching the passengers. I'm a, a people watcher. That's like sitting at the airport. I don't like to go into the private clubs that they have at the airport. I like to sit right in the terminal and watch all the people go by. I like that when we're in different countries just to sit around. And one of the things I like about about Greece is all the sidewalk cafes and boy you drink a lot of cappuccino over there you go from this one to that one to that one and you just sit around talking to people but it's a whole way of doing something in other words slow down it's almost like sometime in our culture we took time to sit down at a cafe it would almost be like wasting time and you see people who see conversation who see relaxation as valuable goals, something to be actively practiced, not lazy or slacker or something, but being able to actually experience it and seeing it a valuable part of life. One of the things, again, I, we keep talking about Greece. There is such a difference there. You say when we go in and sit down and have a cup of coffee here, we almost feel like we're wasting time. We have to go. We have something to do. Over there, it's very important for them to do this. This is time that they share with their friends, sometimes family. They make a point to go out in the evening. They don't sit around watching television like we do. They go out almost every night and they mix and they mingle with their family, their friends, their neighbors. Something that we don't do as much anymore. We seem to isolate ourselves into our little cubicles in our homes and watch the television or we're busy working or something. Uh, They still have that. I guess that's part of the old culture where they try and keep the family, their very strong family and friends and they'll do things for their neighbors. But they go out every night with their friends. Just seeing that and just experiencing it to me is so important, being able to see how people respond and behave differently. For example, friends going arm in arm up the street, very picturesque, but it to me tells a lot about how they value family and friends. Yeah, they're very strong family. I was not used to going out every night like that. You have to get used to it. I guess it's like going into training for it. Because I'm used to sitting at home and relaxing. But once you do get used to it, when you come home, you really miss it. You miss the conversation. A lot of times when I'm working during the day, I go home and I turn on the TV just because it's a habit. And when I come back from either a cruise, because you do get out and mingle with the passengers. When you go into the ports and you talk to the people, you're out seeing things. I find that it takes me almost two weeks. I forget the television is there. I do other things. It gets me back to getting involved in other projects like I used to do. You know, we mm-hmm. tend to, yeah. to relate too much. And when you go to these foreign countries, you almost see yourself like you used to be. Or like maybe the United States used to be a little a little while ago before we had so many things. It sounds like we've gotten more compartmentalized in, in right. separating ourselves. Yeah. I know whenever I come back, I'm always glad to see the American flag. Oh, I am. I mean, it's, just, it's, just, it's a good feeling. And yet there are things that I miss, like the cafes. I miss the uh, the tactile communication. Mm-hmm. The people very comfortable touching and being touched. People who invest in themselves. I miss a lot of those atmospheres and 
that attitude, it doesn't seem to be as competitive where you can talk with someone without having to compete with them, where you don't have to compare your materials like my BMW versus your Mercedes or something. It's people-to-people values, those things that I just find very exciting when I am traveling and sometimes kind of miss when I get back and get into the culture that is different. It's very interesting when you're over there and you watch them, they'll start talking about politics or some... They love to talk politics. The Greeks love to talk politics. and Very animated. Oh, yes. I was going to say, they, their arms are flying around. And I was out to lunch with some people one time, and they were yelling back and forth. And I was getting embarrassed, but it nobody else even looked at them. They all do that. You know, they just like to talk loud. And then other people on the other table would start talking. They would get involved in the conversation. The first time, I was about to slide under the table. I, was, I know. <laughs> some, we Americans sometimes get embarrassed when people get very expressive. Well, we think they're getting angry, but Mm -hmm. they aren't. They're not angry. They're just really getting into their conversation. And they walk away, find their friends. And to me, again, that's something I experience from traveling, especially Greece. I have been to other places besides Greece. I know I talk about that a lot because it's one of my favorite. And Hong Kong is another area that's absolutely beautiful to go to. And the people are so different. The culture, again, is they can't do enough for you. They're very kind people. The difference in the city. Too. Some cities you go into, they're very clean. Others, you know, they take pride in their cities. Others, you can see the difference in how the cities, not quite so much pride, I don't know how else to say it, but all over the world, every city is so different. I'm kind of embarrassed sometimes when I see the signs that say lettering $200, $500, and I'll never forget being in Beijing and seeing dirt streets that were so clean. I'm still amazed at how clean they were. This is the value of the people. that They have something that's different. The gathering under the street light, the going out at night, valuing talking to people. Maybe it's just in our culture, we sometimes just don't value conversation as much. Being able to share and enjoy the back and forth dialogue. Yeah, I think that we really miss that. We do see it when we travel, and I find that even in my own job, I'm so busy all the time that at the end of the day, I just want to just be alone. I don't want to say that we work harder than they do because they work very hard, but they know when to stop. I'm not saying all of them because every culture has got their workaholics. But well, maybe they, they get their renewal in a different way than yeah. we do. We, get, like, we may get the renewal by going home and falling in front of the TV on the, <laughs> on the couch or something, and, and they may get their renewal by going out and, and, and sharing, yeah. Yeah, maybe folk dancing or, or whatever. But I think it's that kind of dialogue that's so exciting. I mean, in the sense of seeing people interact differently, not necessarily better or worse. I mean, right. I, I certainly Just would be the last to judge. But I, I'm so excited because there is a difference going on here. And that, to me, is what we in personal growth psychology are always encouraging people to look at things differently, not the better way, but at least a different, a different way. way. When I was in Cairo... This lady who was showing us around uh, lived in an absolutely gorgeous home, but she said that when Americans have air conditioning, and she said, I just, when the Americans come over there, they just assume everybody in Cairo has air conditioning, and she took this as a personal affront, and nobody could even relate to what she meant. 
because, you know, we didn't care whether she had air conditioning or not, but apparently it must have upset her that someone said something, and this was a big issue with her. Mm-hmm. And then you became to understand this when you went into her home and, and you talked to her family and everything, but that sounds like something you wouldn't even in a million years dream that somebody would even talk about when you would go over there. And yet I have seen people who put that as a very top priority, air conditioning. Well, you know, in psychology, we have something called the myth of the good norm. And somehow we get indoctrinated that the way we see the world is the way it really is. In our own internal reference systems, that's true. I can only see the world through my own eyes. I can see it through your eyes to the degree that you're willing and capable of sharing that with me. And travel to me is a chance to go out and really listen. Because I find one thing about people all over the world, whether it's here in Galveston or over in Bombay or London, people very eager to let you know how they live and what they value and their system, uh, whether it's religion or whether it's the air conditioning and climate, how they handle the heat, the difference in food and food preparation. But just a chance to get away from this, the myth of the good norm, that our way is the way very zealot form of attitude. I find it just exciting. I've had people where we, or not myself, but some people would say, well, I'm sure they'd want to live like us because we have these things. They don't. A lot of them don't want those things. They like the way they are, and they come over as we do to their country. They come to our country, and they've enjoyed themselves, and they've learned, but they're happy to go back to their country just as we are to go back to ours because we feel comfortable here, and these are the things that we know and we care about, and they're the same way. I mean, I have a good friend here in Texas who can't comprehend why anyone would ever want to be born anywhere else <laughs> in the state of Texas and be a Texan. And I think sometimes that's a, an extreme of, you know, we as Americans who are very proud of our country, and I like being an American. I have no desire to ever uh, change citizenship, of course, but I, I keep wondering how can we be so, I think, downright arrogant at times and assume that everyone, regardless of their background, wants to be an American. There are a lot of people who do because we have a great country. Well, there's opportunities that they can't get sometimes. It's a challenge to go and understand that people have viewpoints or values different than our own. Well, traveling has certainly enriched my life over the last 20 years, 25 years that I've had the opportunity to travel. Having been with an airline, I was able to travel quite a bit. And at first, I expected everything to be the way I wanted it to be. And then when I started to relax and try to see things from their point of view, I started to enjoy the travel much more. I think a lot of new travelers, when they go into areas, they expect, well, they'll go into a hotel and they want it to be just like something we have. And when you finally learn to relax and enjoy and to see the way they do things and just fit into their life and their life pattern and relax and enjoy that, you really start to understand and enjoy the travel more. One of the things that is a cornerstone of this program is the belief that we're always telling people who we are by what we do and how we behave and so forth. And it's so easy when you put people into situations where events change, where they have to make some changes or they get to a particular place and a museum has closed. And you can see how people handle disappointment or handle changes. And it does tell a lot about us. And so travel to me is just a... It's a wonderful opportunity to test out things like patience and adaptability.
adaptability, spontaneity, congeniality in getting along with people who have different ways of doing things than I do. It's, it's really just a lesson in life and getting along with people, and I have found it very enriching over the years. I've met a lot of people in a lot of different countries and have friends all over the world now that I can contact and visit, and I think it's opened up my horizons in my life. I've really enjoyed it. Just being able to get out of wherever you happen to be and see people doing something differently or behaving in a certain way. But whether one is cruising or whether one is flying or whether one is taking the train or even when one is taking a car, I mean, I, I still look at people like Charles Corralt who get out and meet people and stop at the small stores and the local eateries or the barbecue houses in North Carolina and get a chance to just be and invest in life with a different perspective. Yeah, it's, it's really enriching to be with, well, we've been talking about all over the world, but again, as you said earlier, the difference between Texas and New York and Kansas and California, right here in this country, just driving around the number of people. That oh, I drive from here to Odessa, and right. I'm absolutely fascinated. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm, I'm always fascinated except to believe that I am closer to Atlanta, Georgia, than I am to El Paso, so. just <laughs> sitting here in Galveston. I think that's just an intriguing oh, that Texas. Louisiana, uh, going into New Orleans, that's a, that whole city is, it's like a small town, big city. I don't know how to explain it. I've been there quite a bit and did a lot of business in that city for many years. And it, it was almost a small town. It was almost kind of clickish that you had to get in with the right people to even do business there. And it was like living in a little town. But it's a big city. So again, it has a totally different personality. Well, one thing about it, I'm firmly convinced that you and I I really believe in travel as a an exciting and a very adventurous form of personal growth. I certainly do. Well, Nancy, as I say, it's certainly been very good having you here this evening here on Friendship and the Power for Positive Living. I hope you'll be able to come back and we'll do some more traveling around. I'd like to do that. Thank you very much for inviting me. I've enjoyed it. Thank you all for joining me this evening here on KGBC, 1540 AM here in Galveston. Look forward to your joining me every Thursday evening on The Power for Positive Living. This is your host, James Huey. Thanks for being with me. Good night. <laughs>